Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> did you read it from your phone? <laughs> I did not. We have Johnny Pasquale. I said your name right this time. Yes, I got you to redeem myself. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming back, Johnny. For sure. I'm so pumped Happy to, to have here. you on. So tell me about your favorite workout. Um, I can't so wait to hear about this. And I hope that it's, I hope that it's what I think. Okay, go. Just go. I don't think you're going to get it. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, I, I think I know what you're thinking. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go back a little bit. Okay. Um, me and Kayla went up to Cl- Columbus. Yes. A few weeks ago. Yep. And we kind of went up there just to try out a gym. I love that about you too. <laughs> we do She's that. also the person that drives like an hour to get a smoothie bowl. Right. <laughs> so we kind of did that too as well. Um, we checked out uh, System of Strength. Oh, yeah. Which is up in Columbus. And it's one of my favorite classes I've done. Really? So really Your what we- Your favorite class you've done. One like of the favorite ones. group fitness classes. So I don't do many group fitness right. classes. So um, we kind of- check them out on Instagram and like the website. That's how I like make a decision on where to go. Sure. Um, and their branding was awesome. Um, Very like, important. Yeah. The culture looked yeah. really cool and we checked it out and they had a bunch of different types of classes. We did a class called in the mix. Basically it was a cardio movement, lots of burpees, mm. um, mountain climbers, things like that. But then a dumbbell movement too, as well for the strength. And it was 60 minutes and it was hard. Is it like, what was, was the format? Did you go back and forth between like a cardio movement and a strength movement yes. or how that's how back it Back and forth for 60 minutes and you, it's stationary. So you stay on the mat, you literally have like three sets of dumbbells. Yeah. So you have a light set, you have six sets of dumbbells actually. So they have hundreds of dumbbells on the mm-hmm. wall and you grab a, the way they set it up, you have lower body and upper body. You grab a light, medium, and heavy lower body, a light, medium, and heavy upper body. Got so it. So you can usually lift more lower body than right. upper body. Right. So what, you have all these dumbbells by your side. What weights did you use for your lower body? What I, weights did you grab? Because so, this is high rep, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, it's very high rep. For guys, it's usually like 15, 25, 35. So it's oh. not like, since you're moving for a minute, like you can't move. 80 pound dumbbells for a minute so it's and is it in minute intervals for the most part yeah oh wow it was great but the best thing like the workout was a workout the best things like the music they play for sure like the music was what kind of music did they play it was definitely curated uh-huh. but it was hip-hop oh um but i was not expecting it, I that i think it was a mix like some sort of mix between uh like techno dance yes, music yes. with hip hop lyrics oh like, that is that is right <laughs> up I mean, it was my great. alley that's was, exactly the kind of thing that i want to work out to it was, it was, i mean it, it makes the workout sometimes for sure especially in a group fitness class well um, you're doing a minute of lunges you're like i don't want to fucking do this yeah, but was, if you hear fetty wop come on yeah. you're like damn i'm gonna keep lunging it was really fun it was like 30 people in a class it was dim lighting, like they oh, had yeah. white Christmas lights yeah. um, through the ceiling. Um, it was like gritty, but still super clean. Yeah. Um, and these are all the things like I pay attention yeah. to. Yeah. No, um, I, I so agree. I'm right there was, with you. It was a super cool environment to work out in. Yeah. And so they're coming to Cincinnati. Yes. That's kind of why I brought it up. Did you, have you talked to anyone who's, who's leading the efforts? Do you, have you, do you have any what the fit exclusives? I do not. <laughs> um, 
I do you just, know when they're going to open? I have no idea. This okay. year, from so they they announced that that they're coming here. Yep. Um, I had like twenty five people DM me. Oh like, really? Have you checked this out? Have you checked this out? It's super cool. Yeah, I, it's excited. different compared to what because it still has that that small like private gym feel, uh-huh. but they get they pack that place. Yeah, in. yeah. Um, and I just like the different classes they have. They have in the mix. They have. Um, like just a strength class. They have a class I really like, so a very athletic moving class. Um, oh, yeah. What are so you doing? Like, just like jumping on from things? What, I haven't tried it, but from what I've seen, you're jumping over hurdles and like yeah, going through sounds. the agility ladder and things exactly like that. Exactly. Like so super cool. That, yeah, you would um, like. It was fun. That's awesome. I can't wait for them to come. We'll have to check it out. We'll have to get a big group to check it out together. <laughs> All sure. go together. I'm sure they would <laughs> like that. I'm, yeah, of course they would. Okay, so my favorite workout I don't, lately, I've just, these workouts have literally been appearing before me because I don't, I go to all group fitness, so I really have no control over the programming, which is, can be a blessing and a curse, right? right. So what's shown up a lot for me lately is high intensity interval training. And I'm talking in like, it is high intensity for like one to three minutes and you get like a minute break and then it's like back at it again. And so I'll talk about one specific workout and I'll tell you why I'm loving it so much. So I went to Sarah Jenkins hit class, okay. the original method, right. and I hadn't been to one of her hit classes yet. The workout was, you'll so appreciate this, a minute ski erg, a minute front squat with the bar, mm-hmm. a minute burpees over the bar. Mm-hmm. You do all of that together, no rest, right. rest for one minute, five times through. That's great. That is that's good stuff. It I mean, it is super tough because you were, you know, for those and she coined it like it's like a boxing style training, right. which is one of the reasons right. why also I was super drawn to it. But what I loved about it so much is the rest. And it's because I have been able to dial in for that one minute right. to just be completely focused mm-hmm. on nothing else but slowing my breathing down slowing my heart rate down and like that focus has been like intoxicating for me because i can i mean i'm like i know what's coming up yeah and i will stand like still hands on my hips like focal one focal point forward and i'm just like trying to breathe yep trying to recover trying trying to recover and there's like nothing else that can get through my brain (laughs) i mean it's like in my mind i guess like what people are striving for with like meditation or like like, there's nothing else that's happening except i am so focused on just breathing well at that point too you're in that fight or flight mode so it's like you're trying to calm yourself down because you know you're about to about to die again (laughs) again so yeah And, and i recognize too like you need a certain level of fitness to be able to like get into the groove of bringing yourself back down Mm -hmm. again because you know i was able to the first i don't know probably 15 20 seconds right after you're done you're like i like oh this is terrible and like you can get to a point then when you're about to start you're like okay i'm ready right and like you know how bad it's gonna be but you're like i'm i'm ready to do it like it's not like i dying can't but i mean recovery is a skill yeah did you see that article that just came out and this is very interesting um on recovery. So if you're resting during that rest interval, mm-hmm. um, it's always been said like you want to stand up tall and allow your lungs to expand. Yep. Well, they came out with something. This was just a few weeks ago. I'm not sure who 
publish the article, but mm-hmm. um, resting with your hands on your knees is actually the most effective way to recover. Interesting. So kind of bent over. Um, something about the lungs and just the ability to breathe through that position. Okay. You're able to lower the heart rate as opposed to standing up. Yeah. I'm not a scientist, so yeah. I'm not sure <laughs> what exactly it was, but I just found that because we've always been told otherwise. Yeah. And this was published not too long ago. And yeah. Like, it's actually okay to put your hands on your knees and bend over a little bit. Right. I think that for me, my, the act of like the hands on the hip thing is like somewhat of a defiance factor. Like, <laughs> I'm not fucking tired. <laughs> I'll yeah. show you. <laughs> yeah, showing everybody else in the class. Right. I'm okay. I'm fine. <laughs> no, it was it was it was an, a really great workout because right. it was super challenging. The the focus I could get was great, and there were only two other people in the class with yeah. me, so there were just three of us. So we were each able to like rotate through those three stations, right. and you get that like. And then she was coaching. Was and great. Sarah's really smart, yeah, because she picked those three movements are. You said skier, front squat, yep. and burpee. Over the barbell. Like those are super easy to do. Yeah. So she knew like there's not a learning curve there. Right, right, so right. So you can go really hard yeah. and just, and that's what interval training's for, right. for you to go hard. Yep. If you're struggling doing the movement, then the purpose is to feed Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. No, so. it was, it was great. It was great. <laughs> but I need to hear about this Carter Fitness Challenge. I thought that you were going to talk about it. Oh, really? And I need, I, I, I know. I, I didn't want to like. Get no, it's okay. Say, oh, the class I do is the class that. No, I want to hear about it because I've seen you post things on Instagram. I've seen him post things on Instagram. So, like, what exactly is it? Talk, so what is it? So, or what it's was a six-week Memorial okay. Day challenge. Okay. Uh, we have uh, probably half the gyms participating. Yeah. And there's three parts. One, it's your standard because it's a transformation challenge yeah. for the most part. Um, you have a physical challenge a like a results oriented how much body fat did you lose over the course of this time right and then you have how many how much uh we we wear my zone belts so you get points for having your heart rate elevated uh during your workout and then so there's three different parts and we're on teams of three oh you're on a Um, team yeah teams of three that's really fun it's 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 i'm saying fun in a way that is i'm sure it gets people to push themselves (laughs) i bet um but everybody seems to really enjoy the physical challenge. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's one every week for six weeks. Um, the first one was, uh, what was it? The first one was the the heaviest sled push you can do. Oh, my um, God. I just saw that. one length of the turf. How, mi- how much weight did you push, Johnny? I pushed, I think, 810. <laughs> How, no. how much does a car weigh? Like, did you push a car? <laughs> I don't know. 810 pounds. It's you not as hard up. as you think. <laughs> I, I guarantee you it is exactly it's as hard as leverage. I think. <laughs> um, the second one was max reps bench press at a certain percentage of your weight. Oh, okay. Um, the third one was. That would be hard for me. So for, for females, it was 50% of your body weight. So, yeah. Damn. God. You'd be fine. I don't know, man. That sounds. <laughs> the third know. one was uh, endurance sled push. So, uh, ladies just pushed a sled uh-huh. uh, max distance in two minutes. Okay. Uh, guys pushed one thirty-five, and that was brutal. Really? Like what you, was it? That was worse than the heavy push. It was terrible. Oh. Terrible. Like you yeah. basically get to a point. It's only two minutes long. Right. That's it's what for I'm distance. Thinking, but... So. 
you're about a minute in and your legs just Dead. don't want to move. Sled pushes are it was brutal. So difficult. Like the one brutal. of the hardest things you can and possibly then do. This last one was brutal too. Uh, max calories on the air bike for one minute. That is also so hard. And I know this because he programs all this shit in his regular <laughs> so, class and it's like, oh, the one I'm dreading. The it's called an air bike? Yeah, air bike. Okay. What's the difference between an air bike and an assault bike? Assault bikes and air bike. Oh, is that the same? Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's, it's so yeah. difficult. Why is it so difficult? Because it allows you to push yourself to levels that you wouldn't otherwise be able to go because you're literally just on a bike. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it's hard. Your legs are like yeah. dying. I mean, have you ever, do you ride bikes outside at all? I, I have rode a bike outside yeah, before. So if you're just, <laughs> just imagine going up a giant hill. Yeah. You get halfway up I and know. you don't want to go anymore Mm-mm, mm-mm. um if you're not a cyclist yeah but and then this that one was brutal it was literally 60 seconds and but the I, the photo the videos on instagram were hel- so fun to watch i won't say hilarious that's you rude, can say hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> because people right start out so strong right and then by the end it's like you guys can't right. even move which i understand i yeah. i get it but you can hold the- like your maximum like your full potential max capacity, you can only hold for like 12 seconds. Yeah. Um, and then you start to fall off. Yeah. And then and so like, that to witness the fall off. Is <laughs> right. It was basically like a John- snail space. Is it on your Instagram? Do yes, you have, it is. Go look on Johnny's Instagram. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, and then the last one's a little circuit. So, okay. Yep. And then you're, oh done. yeah, you're almost done. This is the yep. last week. Last coming week. Up. It's been fun. It gets people excited. Yeah. Like we've had, Members do these things like two or three times. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. I was just chatting with someone about, do you know about Sober October? With Joe Rogan always does a Sober yeah. October and then he Where put he a... F- goes super clean. Yes. Nothing. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then he put kind of a fitness challenge in this last year. So they had these trackers. I don't know exactly what they were. Right. But you were able to see like basically everyone's activity. Yeah. And it, they just got crazy competitive. Yeah. It was just like insane. Yeah. Joe was like at kidney <laughs> failure or something crazy because like he's not going to lose. Yeah. But someone was talking about that. Like they wanted to do it. And I was like, this could be really fun to do right. if we get like a lo- and do it in teams uh-huh. and figure out a way to like measure something or like figure out, figure out something to have like not even like gym specific, like just whoever in the Cincinnati fitness community right. wants to participate in right. this. Like that I think it would cool. be. I think it'll be really fun. We'll yeah, see. Sure. Okay, what do you want to talk about? Oh man. Um, so this is this has to do with fitness, but I actually wasn't going to talk about this. But I went to Fresh Time today. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't go- continue. Are you familiar with Fresh Time? The grocery store? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I've never been, but I know it exists. Okay, so it's very similar to Whole Foods. Probably okay. not. It's. I think it's better. Okay. But it's probably not quite on the same level. Yeah. Um, Why do you think it's better? Just for me, they they carry the brands I really like. Oh, okay. Like. okay. Um, and it's not. It's still a low price point. Yeah. Um, and I like took a look at what's in the um, the cooler. Uh-huh. Like by the checkout. Yeah. There's yeah. so many different drinks out there today, mm-hmm. specifically pre workout drinks. Oh. And these things have so much caffeine like how much caffeine 300 milligrams of caffeine per can what's what's a coffee what's like a baseline what is a normal amount of caffeine i don't know maybe ask caleb 120 maybe <laughs> okay so this is kind of like so a two, yeah 300s really high. crazy yeah okay 
And I shouldn't even like talk about this because I'm guilty of drinking this. I was going to say, I don't want to say anything. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Like the white monsters, the zero calorie white monsters, like that is my shit. So I think those are 180. Oh. Okay. Look at me. Just to give you an idea, which is still high. Which is still high. Right. Damn. It's almost double. So I was just saying, I was just like thinking like a few years ago, none of this existed. Yeah. Okay. To this level. Right. So all these drinks, um, people were drinking. I know people drinking two a day. Um, I, which I is, know. But like I've seen like people doing Mountain Dew and like shit like that where it's just so much caffeine. Right. And it's, it's a lot. And fatigue is an issue a lot of us deal with. Yeah. Um, especially in the CrossFit world. Yeah. Because we're always, and this is kind of going to take a full circle, but like overtraining is one of those things that people like to talk about. Well, it's overtraining is not really a thing. Mm. It's under recovery. So like, you're Mm -hmm. just not recovering for your next workout. Yeah. When you're pumping yourself with all these energy drinks, Mm -hmm. and this is why I try to be mindful, um, of it. It's just hard. Um, because you want the energy. Like yeah. that's one of the things we're all looking for. Yes. Especially when we're busy people yes. um, to work out. Um, when we're pumping ourselves with all this caffeine and then working out for two hours, it's very important to recover. And if you don't, and then you go work out again, you're just going to run yourself down. Right. But it's you're not of, actually overtraining. Right. It's kind of like this false sense of like your body is trying to communicate with you like, hey, I don't have that much energy right now because we really shouldn't be expending that much energy right, right. now. But you're like, well, I'm just going to force feed you this. Right, this drink. Right? <laughs> and then we're going to have it. It's just, you'll feel great for a little bit, yeah. work out, and then you're probably going to feel not very good. Yeah. No, um, I was in a similar situation like a couple days ago. Maybe, maybe it was yesterday where I was like on my way to a workout and I went to like look in the refrigerator for a monster because we keep them right. on there and like there weren't any and i was just gonna have half of it right because it's like four o'clock yeah, in the yeah, evening yeah. you know but there wasn't one there and i was like <laughs> fuck i was like oh it'd be so much better if i had this little jolt of energy in yeah. me yeah yeah i but, mean it's it's great because like uh, I, one of the things there's a misconception with the whole overtraining thing mm-hmm. and crossfit gets us a lot um where someone to say well they're just overtraining and it's it's really about finding a recovery method that works because you yeah. can train for two hours but if you have a recovery method that you can wake up the next day and feel really good yeah you're you can train again so then what's like a good recovery method what would be an example what do you think the best recovery method sleep. is yeah you need so, to get a lot of sleep yeah it's, it's sleep the basic is stuff. the answer for everything yeah it's sleeping what are you putting in your body? Yeah. So are you eating uh, the proper? Because basically food is energy. So if you're training really hard, mm-hmm. and this is kind of how I talk to my clients, if you're training really hard, then you need to eat like you're training really hard. Yeah. So that means you can eat a little bit more. Right. Um, because you need to replenish everything you right. lost. Right. Um, and then like the, the sleep thing is something I struggle with. Yeah, I know. Me especially too. when you got to wake up early in the morning. Right. Um, and especially now when it's lighter out and it's like, <laughs> it's, you just want to like stay up and do things. I want to go to bed especially at nine o'clock. Get, right. So, yeah, uh, I know I struggle with it too, for sure. And it's something I can like feel perpetually guilty about. Like I should be sleeping more or I should be getting a better night's sleep or, or but, but that's the thing. It's like, and it's the most important thing. And I'm just like throwing it out to the side. <laughs> I, I want to be able to know what it feels like to 
to like sleep really well for seven or eight hours for like 30 days. I did a sleep challenge back last April. And so part of the challenge, because I had just gotten my Fitbit, and so it measured my sleep. And really what I was looking at was to wake up, because they say that to get into the right rhythm where you're really optimizing your sleep, right. it, not even, so like, yes, the seven hours is great, but that you're waking up within the same hour yeah. every day. Right. So it's kind of like sleep training. Yes. So the way that my schedule was, work, whatever, even on the weekends, like I had to get up between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. No did matter the, what was No going matter on. what. Yeah. So I did that for for 30 days and like it was able to track like my REM and my deep and um yeah I mean I think I remember like feeling pretty good because I also wasn't drinking right. a lot because you have to get up at 6 a.m yeah. or 7 a.m right. at the very latest um but it also for me just became like this obsession like anything else <laughs> right. where I would like wake up immediately turn over and like look at my and I would like beat myself up about it if like yeah. my REM was really low or yeah. like my deep, or if I didn't get seven hours, right. it'd be like six hours and 51 minutes. And I'd be yeah. like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a waste. Right. I mean, <laughs> That's but, my own issue, clearly, think, but um, you should try it. Should I, will, try I it. mean, the one thing I have done, like I have set my bedroom up for like to sleep well. Darkness. Um, yeah. Darkness and like just. Don't look at your screen. Plants. I know you like yes, plants. I love um, plants. Oil diffuser, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Get a good nighttime, a bedtime routine. Right. Just. Yeah. Try to do all that, but I, at this point, it's like I'm used to waking up early. Yeah, and sometimes I'm a little tired, but that's just I know. Like, I'm not trying to perform at right an Olympic level exactly. So, um, that's exactly. just that's how a good like, point. No, I know. I feel you. Yeah. Too much caffeine. We got to recover better. Not enough sleep is really <laughs> right. what I got from that. Uh, okay, so my thing that I want to talk about. I've lately had this kind of this is an obsession brewing and it's like just in this the beginning parts of it and so i really see it progressing a little bit further but i want to talk about the mechanism the the means behind like basically how do i get stronger so i know that i've gotten stronger over the course of my time working out but i've never had an intentional strength goal. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, you know, trained for a half marathon. I've done a yoga challenge. You know, right. like I, I've had different, or a lot of the goals have been aesthetic, a, a right. body fat percentage or a weight. Of course. But I've never had something where it's like, I want to deadlift this number for this amount of reps. Right. Yep. And so I was kind of inspired also by Sarah. Um <laughs> I, she did, I went to her strength class and we, we worked up to like a one rep max right. on a sumo deadlift. Okay. So a sumo deadlift versus a kind of straight leg deadlift mm-hmm. or what, what's the other term? How would you call that? Conventional. Conventional yeah. deadlift. It's easier with a sumo deadlift, right? Because you can like, you can lift more weight. Um, it depends on the person. Okay. Yeah. Well, it doesn't so matter So I would anyways, say, but. so you have longer legs. Yeah. Um, so... Usually it's you're you're better at one or the other. Okay. So you're probably on the sumo deadlift team. Okay. Like you would probably be better. Okay. That That's what I was assuming. Right. Yeah. Okay. So without just talking about how much we're lifting, I right. did a one rep max at a sumo deadlift at whatever weight I did. Mm-hmm. Then I felt good about that. Right. <laughs> then I see Sarah post a video where she's doing a conventional deadlift, right? So then yeah, technically yeah. probably would be yeah. even harder for me to do. Uh-huh. At a more weight for eight reps. And I'm just like, 
you are so this was like this blatant kind of thing of like you are so much stronger than me right. like she is so fucking strong yeah and so i'm like how would i how do you get strong what do you do to get strong basically well the the for for sarah's sake she's been doing it for a long time sure um, sure so yeah. like consistency and effort right and then taking um, away like the comparison of right. her just like if i was like I want to be able to lift more on this this one rep right. max. Like, so how do I do it? Your basic strength program would probably be like a progressive overload. So you mean? are, let's say you're starting out with four se- four sets of 12 reps mm-hmm. week one. Um, you might do the same thing week two, but you go a little bit heavier on the, the second, third, fourth set. Okay. Um, then the, the next week you might go to like three sets of 10. And then three sets of six, three six. Uh, I'm okay. speeding it up, but yeah. basically you're progressively overloading your body, okay. so your body adapts to it. Okay, right, and you're just. I would write down what weights you're doing, yeah. And over the course of four to six weeks, you might have so started. F- yeah. Okay, four to. I was going to ask timing. Four to six weeks is kind of like a a, yeah, a reasonable time fair. to like go, especially for a beginner, someone that has not been strength training seriously. Yeah, you will see strength gains rather quickly. Okay, interesting. So, like, if I wanted to wait, like, what's a reasonable amount more? Like, fifty pounds more? That's fair. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, a lot goes into it, and you have to progressively add more weight right. each time you work out. Right. Right. Not each time you work out, but each week you need yeah. to try to get stronger. That's really the main thing. I see it with all my clients. Um, they just sometimes they don't want to go heavier. So it's like they're, they have oh, a weight they're very comfortable at. Interesting. And I always want to go heavier. Yeah, it could be a moderate weight. It could yeah. be a decent weight, but they just don't want to get stronger. Um, they just want to move. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to get strong, you just progressively over time lift a little bit more weight. Okay. That's that in my like very broad sense of my life. That's what I've done with right. like any. I kind of have always been like, I'm going to pick up the heaviest thing I can and right. like see how far I can get with it. And like yeah. if I need to drop down, I'll drop down. Right. But I've never had just this intentional like strength goal and I'm just starting to get a little bit of an itch. Yeah, go for it. I mean, you'll feel really good. Oh, I know. I'm sure I will. <laughs> I, lo- I like I love the feeling after. Yeah. After lifting. But and like there you have different types of ways you can do it. You can go uh, higher sets with lower reps. So you can do like seven sets of three, mm. which will be a heavier um, weight that you would choose. Right. You know um, or you times. can go like three to four sets of like a, a weight, uh, a rep range of six to 15, which would be more hypertrophy training. Yeah. Um, either way, you, you're going to get stronger. You just have to, yeah. to lift the weight. Commit to it. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, we'll side table that for another time. Um, okay. <laughs> wild card. Are you going first or am I? Uh, okay. So we're a wild card. We're doing or this. Are we or, going back and we're forth? doing this. Or, let's, do, let's go back and forth. We're doing a this or that like rapid fire. So I have no idea what Johnny's going to ask me and he doesn't know what I'm going to ask him. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to go first to you. Okay. Okay. Zotes or sweet potato smoothie? Zotes. <laughs> but, uh, I like both of them. No, you, you already I said know. Zotes. You said Zotes. All right, okay, all right, go. All right. all right. Protein pancakes or protein French toast? Uh, protein pancakes. We never had protein French toast. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, oh, shit. Where's my morning workout or evening workout? Morning workout. Okay. 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 Either I can't do either of that. That's what that's what sucks. I work out in the middle of the day. Um all right. You, you 
pick one of the three to work out with for the rest of your life, oh and god. this is all you can use. Oh my god! They're all balls. Oh god! Okay. A physio ball, which is a big round ball, like a like a exercise ball. Yeah. Typical. Yep. Okay. Okay. A medicine ball, which is a smaller yeah. soft ball. But that weight has a weight to it. Right. Yeah. Or a slam ball. It feels like it's with sand. Yeah, I'm gonna say a medicine ball. Really? Yeah, I think that I can have the biggest. I don't know. That was my where my brain went the first <laughs> to like have a lot of different. That's interesting. Kinds. Why? I would. That would be my last. Oh really? What yeah. was your? What would be yours? I think I would go physio ball, slam ball, med ball, what? or slam ball and physio. You're ball also are... a professional, and I'm not. So that's <laughs> no. But you could do a lot with a medicine ball. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, sled pushes or assault bike sled pushes that's easy yeah yeah i think i would agree with that <laughs> you're allowed all right this one all right this okay. is in regards to like the physique you would the physique uh, that i want yeah okay okay all right and it's a body part okay it's not inappropriate it's okay it can be <laughs> <laughs> all right carrie underwood's quads okay okay she everybody talks about carrie underwood i legs. have heard yeah they're right. nice oiled up and tanned <laughs> when she's on stage and they're very defined yeah. and she's very into um training yeah okay or j-lo's hamstrings <sighs> johnny that is a really <laughs> good one and i'm going to have to oh, say man, i'm interested in this i'm gonna have to say j-lo's hamstrings because okay. you know what the hamstrings are attached <laughs> right. to. right <laughs> they get to the glutes that's good so that's what we do. okay okay here last one for you no music while working out or only journeys don't stop believing no music <laughs> <laughs> good answer that's what i have picked too oh my gosh johnny this has been so fun thank you you guys i have to tell you about something we're going to have a party. What the Fit is turning one on July 6th. We released our first episode July 6th of last year. And so we're having our party July 6th at Three Points Brewery, four to seven. It's going to be a blast. I'll be talking about it all month. And I say all month because the month of June, you're going to have a What the Fit episode every single Friday. Going to come out every week. Um, We'll talk about, again, the party every week, just so you're aware. But I'm super excited. excited. I hope that you guys enjoy. I've got so many great guests lined up. But this is just the very first kickoff of the month of June leading up to our one year. So as always, I so appreciate all of you, the listeners, the past guests, everyone. You know, this this is a life of its own. I'm just like along for the ride at we'll this point. We'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny will be there. Um, a bunch of past guests so you'll want to come and like hang and and talk to them and i really want to stress this is a fucking party <laughs> we are not going to be doing a workout we are not going to be you know have inspirational panels we're gonna party sounds fun okay my guest today not only has an impressive professional professional resume and a google search full of media mentions she's also a seriously fit athlete She's competed nationally in Taekwondo, and I've seen her kick on an Instagram video, so you don't want to mess with her. Beyond work and working out, as a daughter to immigrant parents, she's on a mission to create community in Cincinnati and be a positive voice to a generation of Middle Easterners marginalized by the media. And she's doing it through one of my favorite things, coffee. Please welcome Melis Idawan. I fucking nailed it! Yes, that's my name! <laughs> literally <laughs> practicing Melis Idawan over and over and over again. 
because it doesn't look like it's said. Yes. Pronounced. Exactly. I feel like I need to be like one of those people that just has one name. Like you say. Mellis. Yeah. Like Cardi B. Totally. <laughs> I need to be at Totally. That I think that you are. I should oh. have just, I shouldn't even included your last name. I just oh. said Mellis. Mellis. Some people call me Ruya, but that's okay too. I love that too. Yeah. I, that's cute. I like that. So okay. Ruya is my Turkish coffee. Just F-A-I. Yeah. Well, well, we'll fucking get into that too. But thank you so much for coming on. Thank I you ha- for inviting I have to... I don't think I've told you the story. So I know Mellis through a favorite, Sarah Jenkins. Sarah and I were at coffee and you like walked in to Urbana and I think you like came over to say hi. Right. And like we had like whatever exchange that we had. Yeah. And I, I like immediately just like got this like great energy from you. And so I probably responded back like with a lot of energy too. Yeah. Because that's what we do. Yeah. And I think you walked away and Sarah's like, oh, yeah. Mel, she just like starts talking about you. And I was like, oh, who is she? And she goes, oh, you guys don't know each other? And I was like, no. And she was like, I thought that you guys knew each other. <laughs> and I was like, but it's really weird that you say that because I kind of had the feeling that I like, I told you this too, like yeah. that I've known you. Yeah. Probably only met a couple times. There's but I'm very pumped. like few people where, I mean, maybe not few, but yeah. when, you kn- when you feel that energy, yeah. like it doesn't, it doesn't lie. No. You're just like. We're meant to be. Yeah, we're meant to be. <laughs> the and universe then, brought us together. And then I was so happy too because like after, you know, after I met you and then I was talking to Sarah about you and she was kind of giving me a little bit of, of a rundown on what you do. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so great. Like she's so cool. And then like uh, the next thing you do, you know, you start following each other on Instagram. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I, I really like want to meet up with her and like go out I really want to go out on a date with her (laughs) and then I was like going on that work travel so I was like well I'm not going to do anything now but then you messaged me and you're like we should get it I was like oh my god she feels the same way too (laughs) I love how we we are like that's how dating is it's like first we followed each other on Instagram I gotta see like what's what's your story game like like what's your post are you gonna annoy the fuck out of me and I find you interesting yeah then yeah the stars align to me here we are. Here we are. Well, I got to be honest. Uh, Sarah Jenkins and I did like talk about you during our workouts. And Sarah was like, I was like, I really want to talk to her. And she, was like, she wants to talk to you. <laughs> oh, good. She was yeah. our meet. She was the, she was the Cupid that brought yeah, us together. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. So I have so much that I want to like dive into with you. I have yeah. an agenda. Good. But we don't really have to follow it. It can just do whatever. But yeah. I want to start with. I guess let's start with the coffee. I mean, we have this beautiful setup right here, but yeah. So you started Ruya mm-hmm. with a grant. Yeah. That you met someone on a bus. And oh they- my god, you know the story. <laughs> I know the story, but no, I guess like I, I think it will probably make sense. Like, start where you want to start. You know, like yeah. what's what's it look like for you? What's the story for you, Ben? Um, so this is, uh, wow. It, I feel like it's my whole life. Yeah. Um, you can start with that. We have a lot of time. <laughs> just you just in. ate some pork. You're yeah. fi- you yeah. got some water. We're yeah. good. <laughs> so honestly, the mission and the like reason I started this was because diversity, mm-hmm. that, right? Like, I mean, or lack thereof. Or lack thereof. Or like, <laughs> is this shit fair? Are we allowed to cuss? Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> This is what the fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. Okay. We're, okay. We're allowed to cuss. Yeah, yeah. we can do that. <laughs> yeah. Right? So I, I, you can say whatever. There are no limits. Okay. Yeah. Nothing's okay. off limits. So oh, you're going to be sorry, Yusuf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, some people call it diversity and inclusion. Mm-hmm. I just think like, is this fair? Right. Is this fair? What yeah. are we doing here? 
who's in the room who's at the table Mm -hmm. who has a voice yeah and is that fair does that represent what is actually out there in america right um so just rewind um basically i was born in america my parents immigrated here 26 years ago when my mom got pregnant with my older brother Mm -hmm. um and so they came to cincinnati because the only are you 24 or 25 i'm 24 that is fucking mind-blowing once we get through all of the things that you've done and that you do that is mind-blowing at 24 i was like blacking out at brothers in columbus downtown like had nothing (laughs) going on with me okay continue continue (laughs) um so born here born in cincinnati reason they came to cincinnati is because the only connection they had at the time was my mom's older brother who worked for png at the time oh okay so now i work for png as my day job yeah and so it goes full circle right yeah and but i grew up um in kenwood Mm mm-hmm and my parents made education like a huge priority mm-hmm. and they were which like, is common right for yeah. immigrant parents immigrant parents yeah like, you, a is for average you're yeah. getting an a plus yeah like- <laughs> yeah well it, it makes sense right it's like we gotta we're gonna try to push you as much as we can and like education is a safe bet to success kind of thing you know like yeah. if you're gonna put all your chips in one place exactly. like education is the way to go i would think right yeah and they i i really saw them work their asses off yeah and it i mean they taught me work ethic yeah like yeah they were like you're in america this is the land of opportunity if you put your you know your heart and soul into your work mm-hmm. you'll go somewhere one yeah. day and so that that's what i grew up with and so um, I went to Indian Hill, mm-hmm. which is uh, not the most diverse mm-hmm. school. I've heard. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not from here, but I've heard. <laughs> but great, great education mm-hmm. system. Um, but me and my other immigrant friends, or first generation immigrants, oh, you we, had some others. Yeah, we yeah. had we had some brown kids. Oh yeah, <laughs> they were like three. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, it was mostly like Indian Asian. Yeah. So, <laughs> nerds yeah. studying all night <laughs> like, i got the i got a great mental image i know exactly what you look like yeah yes. <laughs> so those became my my buddies mm-hmm. um and we stuck together and we all kind of you know went through the similar struggles with immigrant parents yeah. and immigrant family and so we became this sort of like i like to call it the united nations of Indian mm. hill mm-hmm. um which is fun Right. Because like whenever anything happens that's not in America, people like turn to you and they're like, what do you think of that? And right. Like, wow. You're like, the, <laughs> let me <laughs> let me break it down. You're, for you. <laughs> you're like the international voice of the gener- of, yes. of that. Yeah. The class. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so that was cool. Like, yeah, I, had, I felt like I had a little bit of power there. But then I distinctly remember I was still very young. Right. But like when 9-11 happened, mm-hmm. um, Turkey's a Muslim country. Mm hmm. And I remember when 9-11 happened, my dad, I will never forget this. Like when he came to me and he was like, whenever anyone asks where you're from, never mention Turkey. Oh, my God. Right. And so he was, I mean, he had my best interest in mind. Sure. He was, I would. Yeah, I get it. But that's like so heavy. It, yeah. So obviously that created that. a huge identity crisis for me. Right. Um, And so he was, he just wanted to prevent bullying for right. me um he was just like don't even mention like that you're muslim yeah don't just say you're american you're from america 
which you are yeah 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 percent but there's this uh, like i go to school and i'm american and i come home and we're speaking turkish i take off my shoes i'm eating turkish food right i can imagine there's some disconnect there right yeah so essentially went through life with this huge like two identity dichotomy of like yeah who am i right who am i and over the summer i would go to turkey Mm. and i'd be with my family and it was amazing like this warm beautiful experience of like just welcoming like the food the food the taste i can't like emphasize the food enough but um i was like why don't why why am i like why can't i shine this why can't i put a light on this and be like why don't people understand me in this sense yeah and i have to hide it because they think if i say i'm from turkey or even anywhere in the middle east people are gonna think i'm i have a bomb right 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 um And, like, I would get questions growing up, even in my professional life, of, like, oh, you're going to Turkey for vacation? Like, are you going to come back? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, I get it. It's not your fault. You're only consuming what the media tells you. And what the media tells you are very extremes. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's, I mean, there's truth to it, right? But at the same time, you have to understand that, like, we are the same. We're same, same, but different. Like, like yeah. (laughs) totally we are just we're humans we're not gonna kill each other like we and i just wanted to be able to be a positive voice for Mm -hmm. that culture not just turkish people but like anyone from the middle east right totally and you're doing this through coffee coffee yeah damn um so how did it even how did ruya even come together so you went to boston university right you graduated from indian hill went to boston university yeah and then stayed in, went to Philadelphia. I did. I yeah. graduated early, and then I my right at right right away. Yeah. I, I gave myself like a week to move. <laughs> I was like, we are grinding it out. Yeah. Um. I started my first role with PNG at Philadelphia in Philadelphia, selling to Rite Aid. Oh, fun. I sold hair care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to no. Rite Aid. Awesome. So that was fun. And then it came back to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. But then how like the story of you even learning about the grant is just such a great one that you have to share it's so serendipitous so i was walking to rheingeist that's so funny because there's a rheingeist can right here rheingeist sponsor me yes (laughs) (laughs) and um it was with my immigrant friends Uh literally alok and sahil Mm -hmm. where i saw them a couple weeks ago (laughs) and uh at the time there was like a party going on in this like cool looking room yes and it was the green store at the time and i walked in and i'm like i just i i view the world as like everyone's my friend i was like oh party like, right I'm can here. i come yeah <laughs> here i am here i've I- arrived yeah. and they were like what are you who is this girl yeah <laughs> and so i i was like oh this is an exclusive thing okay i'm gonna and so i just asked them i was like what is this they're like people's liberty this is her launch day and it was like this like beautiful green store cool um and then i just kind of like stuck it in the back of my head mm-hmm. i was like okay there's this thing near rheingeist right um, Family market yeah didn't think about it and then f- fast forward a few months i went to chicago um to visit an another immigrant <laughs> um Sticking together Arena, yeah <laughs> um and i was in chicago and i was on a mega bus back uh from chicago to cincinnati and uh on they, you stop in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and I remember on the stop, uh, this guy came and sat next to me, and I was like, 
nice like yeah he, he looked kind of nice yeah so I was like, oh, okay, I was, I was okay. Like, Let's. so we got a hottie <laughs> sitting next we're ready to open up a little bit yeah <laughs> start chatting yeah. um did you follow him on instagram or was it not yet no, no not, not, we, <laughs> yeah. we didn't get that far yet oh, yeah. we actually like had a conversation yeah. first before so. imagine that yeah. right <laughs> um and he actually like we started talking and we were I don't know why, but like people don't talk on megabuses. I, I know why. Yeah, I we, know exactly why. I have also been on a megabus and I'm not talking to anyone. Yeah. Well, if you had a hottie sitting yeah. next to Yeah, you, okay. Like. Different story, different story, different story. Uh, and I'm pretty sure the whole megabus heard our conversation, but we just started talking and he was like, yeah, I'm, I like do construction. I'm an architect, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I'm like building this small house. And I was like, what you're building a small house like a tiny like, house who yeah tiny yeah, ha- like yeah, one like of those cool home? things yeah <laughs> yeah and, cool. <laughs> and i was like i was just like in awe mm-hmm. i was like what are the chances that i'm sitting next to such a cool person and then yeah. i was like how are you doing this why are you doing this and then he was like well people's liberty grant and i was like oh my god i know what that is yeah i know what that is. yeah yeah <laughs> and so i was like i told her about it you know me walking into this party mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and he was like yeah so w- if you want to grant what would you what would you do and i was like whoa i don't even know but like i would do something that brought a piece of my home mm-hmm. away from home to cincinnati mm-hmm. and i would want to create this experience um where people got to feel what i felt every time i went to turkey yeah right with my family um and then we just kept talking and then i was like coffee house like turkish coffee house that's what i would do i was like you'd you'd have baklava you'd you'd have all the turkish sweets tahini cookies you'd have the ottomans the low tables the rugs the lanterns like i would want you to feel like you're in my grandma's living room yeah yeah so um he was like that sounds he was like i want to go to that he was like you should i want to go to that yeah Yeah. (laughs) So he actually pushed me mm-hmm. to apply. I like I wasn't going to. And then we like we exchanged numbers. We met up for bubble tea. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you're going to apply. Like, you just do it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And then after that bubble tea experience, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I went home and I just like I just like wrote my heart out. Mm-hmm. Like I, I looked at the application questions and I just like poured my heart mm-hmm. out. And it ended up being 15 pages. And then I was like, holy shit, wait, there's a word limit. <laughs> That's so annoying. <laughs> yeah. So I I've actually like, been in that same exact situation before. Like I've been like nominated for something. You have to like write something. I'm like, do, 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 do. and then you look and you're like a hundred words. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What? I know. I'm like, I can't <laughs> adequately express how amazing I am in 100 <laughs> words. <laughs> well, it wasn't all just about me. It was yeah, just no. like, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about me, me yeah. personally. <laughs> yeah so uh, cut it down cut it down cut yeah. it down uh long story short two hours before the deadline hit submit and then i got an interview after the interview they, were, they gave me a call and they're like you got it yeah. and i was like oh! <laughs> so you get to have the shop at, at finley market yeah for a period of time so you just did your dream you had, had your coffee shop and i know that you were able to take some time off work which I'm sure was a lot to yeah. process and like you have a full-time job at, P- at P&G this was a the kind of just did you even think of it then as like oh this is a side thing or this was like this is like the, a one chance I get to kind of like 
do it mm-hmm. and then we'll see what happens yeah Is that's that- how i was kind of i honestly didn't think it was going to last more than three months yeah i thought this was going to be like a way for me to be like look mom and dad mm-hmm. like you sacrificed everything yeah. to come here to america to give your kids a better life here's like a piece of what you left behind yeah and yeah. i wanted to i mean my priority was my parents but i also wanted to do that for every immigrant yeah here in america and then also allow americans to and people local to cincinnati to like open their minds change their hearts about what they're seeing in the media yeah so building community through yeah that. yeah um and that was my main focus i was like i am super like laser focused mm-hmm. on just like killing these three months yeah. and uh, toward like after like five weeks so the thing, whole thing was 10 weeks mm-hmm five six seven like post half half time <laughs> yeah people were like what's next what's next what's next and i was like okay. it kind of do you feel like it kind of takes took on a life of its own yeah like you're just kind of behind the yeah the steering wheel and it's like it's yours yeah i was like tell me what you want yeah tell like you tell me what this what's the next step mm-hmm. and then i'll find a way to make that happen because like to me like this is very mission driven mm-hmm. to me like I just want to tell the story mm-hmm. for Middle Easterners and be a positive voice. Yeah. Like, do I need a shop? Yeah. Do I need to, right. like, you know, quit my job and, right. like, go all in? Like, I I, I don't I don't think so. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I kept doing, basically, when we closed, uh, I got some angry phone calls <laughs> and emails and nicely. messages. Yeah. Not terrible, yes, yes, but they right. were like, where'd you go? Like, we planned our whole day around you. Like, people came in from Dayton and Oh, Columbus. my God. That's such an amazing feeling, though. It was. Don't, like, it was. At, and it, I was like... What do you... Th- what set it apart? Like, why was it different, you know, for people listening that... From a regular coffee shop? So... Besides the decor, which I'm sure was great, but, yeah. like, what... What do you think? Why are people coming into Dayton for it? Coming from Dayton? Because it was it's the most authentic experience you will yeah. ever find. I mean, like, you get to see the coffee being made. It's made by it's made by my mom. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's got mom love in yeah. it. Oh. <laughs> and you get to sit low on the ground. Yeah. Like How is no Turkish laptops. coffee different from regular coffee? So it's the first brewing method ever. Oh, that's important to know. Yeah. The very first, the OG of <laughs> coffee. the OG. So Damn. 500 years old. It's a huge part of our culture and history. Um, it's the way, you know, the sultans and the sultanas drink their coffee in the Ottoman Empire. Wow. So like we have this saying in Turkey that if you find something good, don't change it. Mm. And we found something. Yeah. <laughs> 500 years yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> and it's stuck around. So I think... That is super special. Like, I don't know many things in this world that sticks around that long. Yeah. And there has to be a reason for it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a platform. Like, coffee has changed over the years. It's become more, you know, um, I want to say, like, it's become more exclusive. Like, like just more and more fancy and fancy mm-hmm. and fancy. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, mm-hmm. you, more pure, more yeah. more this. And I'm like, let's go back to the basics. Mm-hmm. Like, where, what are... What, how did coffee even start? And yeah. this is this was the first brewing method. And it's it's not just about the coffee. It's right. about, you know, bringing people together mm-hmm. and then sharing and talking about life through fortune telling. Yeah. Well, yeah. Talk about the fortune telling. How does that work? Yeah. So the grounds are brewed in the cup. Uh-huh. Um, so since it was the first brewing method, they didn't have a filtration system. So they just ground the beans to the finest degree. So mm-hmm. it was like a powder. And you mix it in with just cold water. So yeah. super basic. All you need is water, coffee powder, 
and a heat source. Yeah. Um, you mix it up and then you wait for the bubbles to reach the top of the e-brick, mm-hmm. which is what we, which is a copper pot with a long handle. You pour it into this like small espresso-like cup. And then when you finish the liquid, mm-hmm. right, you might get like some of the, you might taste some of the grounds. Yeah. But most of them settle to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And so when you hit that point, don't knock the grounds back, homies. <laughs> don't drink your fortune. Don't internalize the future. Yikes. I've had so many. It's so funny because I, there's very few people in Cincinnati that have done accidentally done that. They, yeah. I just I I try to explain it to everyone like how to drink it, but I guess oh. maybe I miss a few people. Yeah, right, but um the people that do knock back their grounds like i've become very good cl- friends with them Ooh, maybe that means something oh maybe that- <laughs> <laughs> everyone's gonna start knocking back their right grounds right down. now <laughs> You're like, I friends with yeah. <laughs> um no but if you want your fortune um how do you read it yeah so you turn the cup upside down mm-hmm. onto the saucer okay and the grounds run down the side of the cup and they create lines oh. and those are the lines in which me and my mom will tell your fortune from that's amazing yeah yeah so it's a tradition that like i mean this is what i was referring back to like one of the many things when i go back to turkey like we would have a huge brunch like take turkish brunch is a big deal Mm -hmm. and like hours and american brunch is a big deal yeah (laughs) have you had avocado toast (laughs) (laughs) oh my god yeah Yes. I was going to say hashtag basic, but then I was like, no, it's insulting. It's, no, it's not. It's allowed. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's allowed. true. Yeah. Okay. Um, own your basic. <laughs> oh, own it, for sure. Um, so we would have our brunch and then like we would go around and typically you drink Turkish coffee after you eat something. Mm-hmm. It's so strong. Strong. Yeah. Um, and we would have our coffee and usually like my grandma or my aunt will read people's fortunes and like it's a very superstitious culture yeah, of course I can, um, yeah like you have evil lies to protect you from evil yes no i love it i'm totally into it yeah I'm, I'm so about it but really it's kind of coming back to it's a the coffee is a vehicle to create conversation for sure to create community and oh like yeah that's the what can separate that apart and i see that really closely linked we've talked about this like in the fitness community where yeah. there's like you can go to any studio and you can do a squat and you can do a push up and yeah. you can do a deadlift. Like those movements aren't changing. Yeah. It's like what brings people back around or keeps people coming in is right. like that sense of community or yes. like the person coaching you, leading you, the person that's creating that community. Like that's yes. the distinguishing factor. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And b- back on that like fitness thing, I feel like so the community can tell when it's fake and you can tell when it's real uh yes right and And i think especially like our generation uh, us this in this age like we have extreme bullshit detectors oh yeah we know when someone's like not being authentic or whatever and it feels gross yeah yeah you can see it in the first five seconds of the conversation you can see it on their instagram story you can see it on their like in their captions and you're just like something's not sitting right with me right Right. And so we go back to this is the most authentic experience. Mm-hmm. I can walk into any fitness studio and like with like if the I'm so picky about instructors. So picky. Like I You probably have a right to be since you've like trained with Olympians. So 
<laughs> Your no, marker. I used to teach. I yeah. used to teach. Oh, did you? Yeah. Where did you teach? I taught. I taught at Boston. You withheld University. this information from me, didn't you? Because you wanted to put it on the podcast and have me react. <laughs> I taught what, at VU. And what did I you taught teach? Um, I taught like cardio kickboxing. Mm. Yeah, and now I teach at. So I did. I did the whole like college thing and like taught to students, and it was super fun because they're like super high energy. It's great. I love cardio kickboxing. It was like my first introduction to group fitness, and I was obsessed with it. Oh my god! It's That's so amazing. much fun. It's so fun. It's so fun. Yeah. It's and then blast. I was like, I want to change the world. So then I was like, How do I provide an opportunity to people who don't already provide have opportunities to mm-hmm. engage in fitness? So now I just teach at the mosque. Oh, that's great. What do you teach? I teach a women's only um, kickboxing class. What does your kickboxing class look like? Like, what's the format like? So it's all, I mean, the reason I do it is so that the the women can take off their hijabs. Yeah. And actually, like, sweat and have a good time. Yeah. Um, And so, basically, it's very simple because, like, I have older women yeah younger women so right you have to all... appeal to all fitness levels exactly yeah. so i mean we do our warm-up mm-hmm. and we do our squats like it's so it's like very much just like a basic fitness class yeah. with kicks involved yeah um so but at, always at the end we're belly dancing yeah <laughs> kickboxing with a side right. of belly dancing <laughs> that's amazing i love it so i want to shift gears to talk about your taekwondo yeah background so yeah. like how did you get into that what's that path and journey looks like for you yeah so first um, of all I think it's very important to tell the listeners what taekwondo is yeah yeah so taekwondo <laughs> let me get my like little like nerd hat on um it's the art of kicking and punching like if you really break down what is the definition of taekwondo mm-hmm. this was in my like white belt class okay and <laughs> so you, I have yeah. never forgotten this Go. the art of kicking and punching but if you really want to break it down even further it's 70 percent kicking 30 percent punching yeah, right so right those glute muscles That's don't mess like with them watching <laughs> you kick on that Instagram video and I was like my hips would not move like that like <laughs> would not it doesn't doesn't matter okay go continue um yeah so it's it's a lot of kicking mm-hmm. um and how old were you when you started? I started when I was five. That's when you need to start those kind of things. Yeah. You just like mold the body. Yeah. You don't let it get tight. And y- no, but rigid. like I did it because I, I was one of those younger sisters that copied their, her older brother. Oh, brother. Yeah. Brother. <laughs> brother. Cute, yeah. yeah. Um, my mom wanted me to do ballet and then my brother was doing taekwondo and I was like, F ballet. Yeah. I'm doing taekwondo. It sounds way more fun, honestly. Yeah. So I did ballet. Like, <laughs> beat each other up (laughs) so that you continued like all throughout school and into college yeah so that's a lot of taekwondo what belt are you so there was a point where i stopped focusing on like progress so i'm second degree black belt and holy shit (laughs) i'm sitting across here from a black belt yeah oh my god (laughs) that makes me so happy i'm so honored (laughs) oh i just started talking to someone who's starting like a space for jujitsu oh nice and i really want to do it dude invite me yes yes i'm super intimidated and i don't really know much about it yeah but it's because i'm so afraid of it i want to do it dude like have to do it i mean also every person that i've met that has done jujitsu says it's gotten them in like the best shape i know life i know but like, am, I'm 31. Am I too old to start? Okay, one, I did not know you were 31. 
<laughs> you look so good. I thirty-one isn't that old. No, it's not, but no, I no, thought no, you I were know. like twenty. Like, ooh, it, that's good. 20s. Yeah. Well, we yeah. can just pretend. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Eight is nothing but a number. But do you think I'm too old to start? No. No, it's fine. No. I mean, I'm not gonna be a fucking anything, but I can j- at least try it. I can make yeah. it a practice. Yeah. I can like get the basics down. Yeah. I can do like a little roll rolling. <laughs> right just roll around yeah right. <laughs> here we go if nothing else yeah. uh, i could like take a picture of me with a gi on i don't know oh it's all about the picture <laughs> <Yeah>. though <laughs> okay so you so you stop progressing in your belt even though your second degree second what's it called second degree second degree so like two like there's a stripe to, to well in jujitsu there's stripes right yeah stripes yeah so there i mean i have two little yellow lines on my black belt well how many can you get all together uh nine holy shit yeah nine. like to be a master yeah eight wow. nine and so you just there. got to a point where you're like i'm not going to keep trying for this because it, it's it's a lot of time I can't so imagine. Like, you have to learn a lot of technique you got to learn about like like when you test for a belt you have to like recite like korean oh stuff. interesting yeah like i know a little bit of korean from wow. like way back but um it's just it's it's like you have to learn the art behind it and i was very much focused on the sport and the competitions okay and so i was like i'm gonna stop focusing on progressing as a on the belts and focus more on just like when I you're wanna, fighting another person yeah being in the ring how do you win staying calm yeah is interesting like, like that i mean the the fights that i knew i could have won but i lost instead was because I got in my own head. And, like, I think that's true for life Yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. Is, like, when you can stay calm and you can just have this, like, like just focus and, like, just zen mindset, mm-hmm. it, everything, like, it, what is it called? There's a word for it where you're in just, like, in a flow. A flow state. Yeah, yeah flow state. Yeah. Where, like, there you're in a stadium with hundreds of, like, screaming people around the ring all like chanting each other's names like uh, the people in the ring and like you just have to zone it out like but that's what i love so much about being in the ring and Mm -hmm. fighting is just like when else i mean you can take that same philosophy and be like yeah you're in a sales call and like sure but it's the stakes aren't as high as like you're another human being that's trying to beat the fuck out of you yeah you they want to beat the fuck out of you but at the same time we're at the end of the fight we're both like you gave it like we're very much yeah like that's i guess where like the sport of it comes into right you're not actually trying to kill each other but (laughs) i don't know do you have and i only know from like you know watching mma and like i have like my boxing background and like for me that was the hardest part of sparring was like when i'd have to spar with the person i'm training with like i didn't want to hit her yeah like i didn't feel good yeah like i would i and i didn't even really want to hit the person that i was fighting against and my train that was kind of like the coaching for my trainer was like you have to like get into that, you know, yeah. like get there. And I'm like, I'm not though. Yeah. Um, but do you have to like go to a place and like, how do you, how do you get there before competing? Like what's that, that yeah. mental process like for you? So it's so funny looking at other people's too. Cause like you'll like the people on my team became kind of my best friends. Yeah. Um, sure. And like, I'll see like some of my teammates, like they have to be angry to do well. And some of them, like for me, I just need to be like, I put in my headphone or mm-hmm. when I was competing. Yeah. I would just like put in my headphones. At the time it was Kid Cudi. Mm. <laughs> it was the I was pursuit gonna of ask. happiness. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I was 
was like, this is my song. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Your I would just go to song. a happy plate. I would go yeah. to my happy I would pursue happiness. Yeah, yeah. it makes perfect sense. <laughs> so cheesy. Um, yeah, and then it was... Um, it was very meditative yeah like just focusing on my breathing like warming up like yeah. really like every time like i would kick the paddle for warm-up it's just like focusing on exhaling and yeah like, just focusing really, on your breath yeah, yeah exactly and like the scariest thing is i w- i've gotten my like breath taken out of me many times mm-hmm. from just like kicks to the to oh, the stomach God. um and that's like that's where it's really hard to bring it back right yeah and so but i just think about it like i mean same thing in life you think about all of your low points you come back up right i know you do even when you think you're not going to yeah you do yeah so you just have to like be like i've been here before and i'm gonna come back up yeah you just need to like just get out of your head like get out of like all the negative thoughts and just like bring it up yeah and it's I had a, a, another question I wanted to talk to you about too, which is in line with this of like, especially now when we're sitting here, we're both in good moods. It's so easy for me to, to be like, yes, like if you're feeling down, you get out of it or yeah. like whatever. But it's like when you're in that place oh. or like when it's, you know, you've done so much, accomplished so much, like career, Ruya, competing, there have definitely been bad days. I'm oh. going to assume, right? yeah so many right right so many and so like the question i'm thinking and the question i'm so interested in now and hearing from other people is because you know i have lately too just been in a dark place and like dealing with grief and a really stressful job situation and it's been you know not something that i've had to deal with that heavy since i was like a child yeah and so now i'm just so interested in hearing people like on those days that it's really bad like how do you take care of yourself or like like what and if someone asked me that i would i would be like i you just like put I, i'm like a muscle through person mm. like i'm like like keep like a push 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 like that's my comfort zone to like yeah. keep moving or like yeah keep going even when maybe i shouldn't when i like should pull it back and mm-hmm. like rest or whatever or like not schedule another coffee or like mm-hmm. not do a workout yeah but so I'm just interested to hear, you know, and on the bad days you've had or like after bad competitions, whatever, like, how is it that you, yeah, you know, we say you, you, you get through it, but like, what does that conversation look like for you in your head? In my, so I recently came out of like probably the lowest point in my life. Yeah. Um, like last December mm-hmm. and it took i mean it took me like sarah was probably a big part of it too yeah but um it took me a few months but you had when i was going through that point um in my mind i said i have to go back to what has always made me happy Mm -hmm. right and so so in december i was like i'm gonna compete again Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna take this back yeah and so basically the lowest point of my life was (laughs) i mean i'm not gonna get into the details of it but just like some context just an extremely 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 bad breakup yeah and um i was like i it was just bad and like ria had just closed and um i wasn't happy yeah at my job well i'm sure it's like 
Rio had to have been this huge surge of like energy and you put so much focus you put so much time you put so much energy into it and then it's over and then it's over and that like depletion yeah can leave you in like a really weird spot yeah people talk about it too like about weddings yeah like you plan this wedding you have this on the horizon it's so great so great it's the best day of your life and then it's over and you're like no one told me you were gonna feel like this yeah and I almost you know what do I do now yeah like kind of thing for a, a period of time but yeah anyways continue so anyways i i was like dang i am i am depressed (laughs) i am in a bad spot right now yeah and so i I bet it's like we're similar in that that's not my natural again not used to that you know i'm not used to and i'm also i can't i hide it really well yeah like i like if someone were i mean if you ask any of my friends to describe me like they'll say like hyper happy Mm -hmm. like just like super like party girl yeah just yeah big energy um and so like i hide sadness really really well but then if you take me in a room and you're like how are you i'd be like uh like i'll just start crying yeah (laughs) Yeah. um but this is actually literally what happened i um i was in a bad spot this was also while i was filming the secret commercial for Mm. uh the strength stories which was also extra hard because I was like, oh, I'm so strong, but I'm also. And you're so like, I weird. do not feel strong at all. <laughs> no. Uh. Um, and I went to a coffee. I went to Coffee Emporium. Shout out to Coffee Emporium. Shout out. I was just there this morning. Yes. Love it. And I took a notebook and I just wrote down like what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I haven't done this in so long. Like I haven't kicked a paddle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like literally, I was like, yeah. when's the last time I kicked a paddle? Like. It's been so long. Yeah. And I was like, that gave me so much power and like so much happiness. And I was like, I'm going to go back and I'm going to do it. Yeah. And just ident- just thinking back on like, you know that you, there are things that make you happy, right? Yeah. You really felt that's like a, rem- a reminder. But it's also like, what have you been doing your whole life that you just forgot about, or like you right. haven't made time for? Yeah. And like take that power back. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was sitting at Coffee Emporium on a cold day <laughs> drinking my coffee <laughs> and i was writing this down in my notebook and i was like fuck it i'm gonna compete again and i wrote down all the dates i went on like you know the national taekwondo website mm. and i was like i'm i'm gonna win all these tournaments i'm gonna make it to nationals mm-hmm. like i'm gonna get back to the level that i used to be yeah and then i there was a decision maker point there mm-hmm. was there was a weekend that it was the same weekend as a tournament as it was the international coffee festival mm, which i got an invitation so symbolic to. right yeah <laughs> which was a big deal yeah and to get an invitation from the guy who like designed my equipment mm-hmm. and like to be able to meet him and he was like the world barista champion i was like i had to make a decision yeah i was like am i gonna <laughs> live in the past or am i gonna like take the champion mindset and put it towards what my i feel like is my purpose and mm-hmm. being a positive voice yeah for middle easterners um i think i can still keep taekwondo in my life yeah but i think there's a new phase and a new life stage a new that season. i need to just like look forward to yeah 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 no that's great i <clears throat> as i was listening to you talk i was thinking too again if how i would answer that question of like yeah. when you're feeling in that hopeless kind of spot or like everything's going wrong or you just can't really pull yourself out of it. I think for me, it's it's like I got to put myself with the right people. Yeah. Because like I, 
feed off of people's energy yeah. so much and like, we talked yeah. about this and it's like if I can I know in my life like who the people like who do I need to call or like mm. who do I like need to physically be next to yes and that for me has been like and I knew that I knew that was the case I, mean, I always knew that I was like extroverted and love yeah. building relationships and love getting to know people and like I, I knew that but when my brother died like all I wanted to do was like like I just needed to be with these certain people mm. like just like the people that have you know been in my life or like really close friends and yeah and I was like at that moment I was like oh that's like the thing for me like the people are just like that connection yeah like that's the thing for me that's gonna always that I'm gonna come back to yes yeah it's the not just the people but like what you I mean the conversations that you have with them, right. right like the rituals that you create with them yeah yeah it's it's so similar to the Turkish coffee and like this podcast in itself it's like but not just co- like yeah the rituals right. we create with our yeah. fitness community oh like for whatever sure whatever you do on a daily basis right yeah yeah um you build that foundation so that when you are in a bad place you can go back to that mm-hmm. and be like this is my safe spot yeah right like yeah. and I, I i felt like that because i had always had a team mm-hmm. right like from age five through college like they were my ritual they mm-hmm. were my family yeah and they were my foundation and then i came, got out of college and i wasn't competing anymore and i was like i was yeah. lost yeah. <laughs> yeah but you're right like it's it's the people and the rituals that you do with those people mm-hmm. that i think um i think that back. that that's how yeah and and i don't want to speak for everyone but i feel like that has to has to be somewhat universal yeah because i just read something about like laughing for an hour like boost your immune system like a hundred percent or something crazy like that i don't know don't quote but and and you know the stories too of if you're sick and you're put in a good environment like just that positivity alone can heal you dude this happened five not five i don't know how long 30 minutes ago with kick i you were like how was your day and i was like i am so over yes everyone yeah (laughs) but i hung out with kick like when we were eating yep and you you can't be in a bad mood when you're with kick that's like, very true it's impossible that's very true yeah if, and all everyone who's listening kick is like my god the orchestra yeah. the maestro of the, the podcast yeah. we're looking well he can't see us we're yeah. looking at him but it we record it record at kick studio he's you know i've been he's been with me from the very beginning so i owe him a lot too yeah he's an amazing amazing <laughs> he's, he's waiting around hi kick <laughs> <laughs> he's awesome um but yeah just the the power of storytelling i think is like such the connection that we have and i think that it can be related to so many different areas of our life fitness community friendships relationships like everything it's just like it's just a different name you just call it different things yeah 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 and back to the i just want people like who don't have that community and who are just trying to fake it a lot of people faking the funk out there. Yeah. Right? We talked about this. Yeah. I'm like, what is it? Uh, like, but how okay, do people how, do it? Why uh, Why are you being fake? Like, when you get real, like, you create such a community, like a tribe. Like, you find your real people. For sure. And I'm like, if I... That takes so much energy. I like, think if I had to guess, yeah. I would say it's because they're afraid. And because be. they, yeah, they don't feel safe enough to 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 be themselves or they 
they haven't had the opportunity where people respond well to like them mm. being themselves. Yeah. They haven't had a positive reinforcement. Yeah. Um, and that, that would be tough. Like I've been, I don't know if whatever the word is lucky, but I've had like amazing, real, genuine friendships in my life, relationships yeah. in my life. Yeah. And it, that's one thing I hold on really true to with like the podcast. And I'm sure with starting Ruya with just, you know, what if people don't like it? You know, mm. what if I'm doing something wrong? Or what if people don't respond to it? Or what if this is a total flop? This is a failure, whatever. Like those voices definitely happen. Always, yeah. But it's so easy for me to quiet them because I'm like, I have so many people. I can count on both, like two over two hands of people that will, I know for certain, love me no matter what and support me no matter what. Girl, you got fans. So like, so, but I, but <laughs> you, you know, like, so then it's like, so then I'm like, whatever, yeah. you know, like that, I have that like tribe, that community, that yeah. like support behind me. But I feel like if you don't have that, yeah, then you have, the you're, you're trying, yeah. well, if you don't have that, then you are just trying to like do what you think people want you to do. And that's yeah. where we get the bullshit alert of like, eh, it's not you. Yeah. So I, I think it comes back to too, like maybe they just don't like themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is sad. Which we got to be sympathetic to. Yeah. Right? It's, but then how, well, you can say that, but then how do we create an environment and create society or like change people's behavior so that those fake people become real? Or like, yeah. how do we, how do we make, a safe spot yeah. place for those people. Right. I, I, I had said this at the very beginning of the podcast. Like one of my goals was like, I was always going to be myself completely so that people could see that and then feel safe enough to be yeah. themselves completely. It doesn't have to look like my, it should, it's not going to, right? Yeah. Like whatever it is for you, we don't have to agree on the same workout. Yeah. We don't have to agree on the same nutrition, whatever it is. But like we can just talk and be ourselves and yeah. you can see that like, it's okay to do that. Yeah. And then I maybe mean, that you will do it too. That's called vulnerability. That's hard, right? Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's, yeah. Yeah. You had made a comment to me there. It was like, so you've just never been, it's never been hard for you to be vulnerable. And I was like, I've n- I never thought about it like that. Because if I, if, if you were to ask me that, I would say like, like, fuck no, I would like the last thing in my life I would want to do is be vulnerable. Like I've been working my whole life to not be vulnerable mm-hmm. and so i don't know maybe it's a whole separate well, situation of like there's I, there's different types of vulnerability yeah. i think there's vulnerability that's very much strength and i yeah. think you like i don't know if you're thinking like oh if i'm vulnerable like like i'm i have to make myself small yeah i think mm, yeah i don't know i don't know i i also just think i back to kind of like the jujitsu thing i yeah. i have this thought of like if you're afraid to do it you should probably do it yeah if there's a if there's a goal that you want to achieve that scares you, that means that's the right goal. That I don't and I don't know exactly where that came from or even where I heard it first, but it's yeah. always just kind of be been a thought of my mind. Like if it's scary, then it should, you should probably do it. Yeah, and it's probably I probably did something that was scary one time and mm-hmm. got a really positive feeling from it mm-hmm. and was like, okay, yeah, like you can keep doing those things. But also like when you think you can't do something and then you f and do it it's the best feeling ever it's the best like you're like you, you just get such a high yeah it. and yeah. i'm i'm constantly putting myself in those exact situations of like a monthly challenge or yeah. like uh whatever it is like something to like test a mental toughness thing yeah. just because it's like feels so good yeah when you do it yeah i well so but then i'm like so scared 
sometimes. Not scared, but just like th- this is why I was very much just like over it at work today because I was like, I want to do this project. Like I was very aggressive, mm-hmm. right? And like they were kind of questioning my capability to like achieve mm-hmm. such feats. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Like, do you know what I've done? Like, let me just show, like yeah. Google my name, mm-hmm. right? Right. Media mentioned <laughs> out the ass. <laughs> I'm like, like, I'm like, okay, I understand you may have not followed the work that I've done outside of PNG, mm-hmm. but like, it, it it can be, I'm like, I gotta sometimes take, like, sit down, be humble, Mellis, like, take an ego check. Because yeah. I'm like, I feel like I've put myself in a very challenging situation and I've accomplished mm-hmm. something that I'm very proud of. Yeah. And if someone doesn't know about that, like, right, not everyone knows about the work that I've done. Right. Um, people are like, oh, I don't know if you can... Right, right. But I already know I can yeah. because I've done this other really hard thing. Yeah, and so like this to me is like nothing. nothing. Yeah, and I, it's just yeah like, without the context. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of the the technique of influence comes into yeah. play, which is like yeah. something I have to work with a lot at work because yeah, what do I want to do? I want to like slam my fist on the table and scream, "Listen to me!" Yeah, like that's not effective. No. So then it's like okay. You have to now. I'm gonna to have to actually use my brain and yeah. think about how do I get you to trust me? How do I yeah. get you to do what I want you to do without right. telling you to do it? Right. So I think it's just like it's yeah. hard. It's a it, hard skill to learn to yeah. practice it. Back to breathing. Yeah. I'm not gonna punch you in the face right now. <laughs> like... I have that thought all the time yeah all the time yeah but also wait going back we there was something else oh accomplishing something that you're scared of i was or just like thinking you can't do something i was just thinking of this because it's like every workout with sarah like oh if you don't God. have someone that's like cheering you on it's so much harder it's so much harder it's so much harder i don't think i i mean i wouldn't push myself as hard no if i was doing these workouts in a gym on my own and it was just me against me like i would not show up the way that i do when i show up for sarah or i show up for any other coach or i show up for the people that are doing it with me yeah yeah that's a that's why i love group fitness so much yeah yeah i love it it's so great like here we go yeah (laughs) to the beat now yeah We're all gonna suffer together. Yes. <laughs> there's there's definite power in that for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk so we had we were talking at coffee the other day, you yeah. had some fitness ideas. Oh my god. Yeah. I, and I like wa- and can't I wa- forget this. And I wanted you to talk about it. So we had talked about we both had this experience of like you do this one thing that's really, really hard and seems insurmountable, like you with Ruya, me with the podcast. Yeah. And you kind of like get over this big hump and then that kind of like gives you this surge of like, okay, well then now I can do something else. Like what's yeah. the next thing? And we were talking about, it's like, we talk always like on the lookout for like, what's the next? What's, what do we can do? What we can do? But you had a really good idea that I think that you should talk about it and okay. see if maybe other people will respond well to it too. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to, I'm like, I had a, I have a lot of ideas. Yeah, like, here's the run. I, okay, here we go. Boom. Yep. Yeah. We're back. Malice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what did I say? Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure just full of great ideas that you're tossing around at coffees all the time (laughs) no so i'm actually super pumped about this because i just had um a meetup with the guy that i'm hopefully not hopefully we're doing it june 13th we put a date 
on it. Um, he's designing shirts. It's called Sprints. Cool. Um, so I want to do a really cool running club, mm-hmm. right? So I've I've lived in you know big cities. I've mm-hmm. visited New York and Boston, and my brother lives in L.A. And mm-hmm. like I studied abroad, so I went to London. And like they have these sick running clubs, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, and what is a sick running club? A sick running club is a running club with music mm-hmm. and how far are we running we can start with like a 5k we can be welcoming okay. to because okay. i don't love to run so i don't a 5k either. is is manageable yeah we'll i do, can do that yeah. how do we play music on the run so we're gonna get these music backpacks wow and it's okay. gonna be a party okay and it's gonna be at night okay it's down okay we're gonna have like neon gear on. right you need some lights we're gonna need some lights we're gonna get a photographer we're gonna like we're gonna have a party Ooh. and we're gonna have a post workout uh-huh. like social drinks like Perfect. get together and you like you're gonna be high drinks. from your workout yes and then you're gonna be extra happy yes because you're just like with all these people and then like girl take your shot so what's the <laughs> i mean i'm there done. Yeah. <laughs> what's the what's the the guy doing the shirts what's the sprints thing is that yeah so his name's eric rose okay um he designed these really so i'm all about like having fun right and i think every workout i do um makes me a little bit more fun yes. <laughs> and a little I bit less average i'm all about having fun <laughs> yeah for sure life should be really fun yeah. i think my yeah. personal philosophy what's the point i just, like it could i could make it sound a you branding marketing girl we can like make a better tagline than life should be fun life. but <laughs> but like that's the that's the overall feeling i want to convey yeah so he makes these super fun shirts he um is finalizing the design on the women's one but he has men's one so you can check it out on um his instagram's called get sprint so at get sprints um these like super fun patterns for men's running shirts cool and i saw them and i was like that's so like i there's nothing to compare them to right Mm -hmm. because there's nothing in the market that's like a good like high quality mm-hmm. like something you can sweat in yeah. running shirt that's like pattern right like it's all just like this like exquisite right. like i wear black yeah <laughs> right like, or a blush tone right yeah right which is which is cute which i love a blush yeah. tone yeah i'm not yeah. gonna hate yeah. on it but <laughs> so do you for do you envision this like a one-time thing like a one-time race or is this a club that meets up weekly weekly yeah oh man hopefully okay i'm thinking i'm thinking like weekly up until like a fall race so like whatever the fall marathon is um, Queen no i this should this is free yeah. because i think it like needs to be the most welcoming thing right right um i think running is the most welcoming sport anyone can do it yeah can we walk too you can walk, walk. I'll, okay I'll, I'll, I'll walk okay yeah i love I'll, walking. I'll walk i'll be like with the walkers and be like oh now we're squatting yeah. <laughs> and we now go we're gonna playing. belly dance yeah so. <laughs> okay okay good i I want you to i want you to put it out into the into into the the universe so that it is more likely to stick oh it's gonna stick okay yeah Yeah. no i'm here i'm here for it i want to see it happen i will run slash walk yeah i will take a shot for sure yeah i will wear a cool patterned shirt all of those things fun things very much aligned to good oh my god good and i want it to be fresh yeah i want it to be like i want to have i just want life to be a party so that's what it's gonna be (laughs) i'm so with you okay well maybe this will play really nicely into our final question a big one 
what does being fit mean to you? It, oh, I know you sent me these questions and I was supposed to, <laughs> I'm like, that's a deep question. <laughs> it's, the, it's the, the core of what the fit, what does being fit mean to you? Yeah. Yeah. I probably should have thought about this, but I think the first thing I'll just say with the first yeah, thing you should. to my mind was, um, being fit means to me like overcoming like whatever life has to throw at you. Mm -hmm. So like when you're at a low point, getting back to a high point, right? Because I think I don't care what your muscles look like. I don't care what your body looks like. I don't care if you got that six pack. But like if you are mentally, physically, spiritually, like if you are fit in every facet of your life, like Mm -hmm. you will be able to overcome anything. I completely agree. I think that my answer would be almost the same. I, I used to say that, like health is your greatest wealth. Yeah. But really now I think that mental health is your greatest mm. wealth. Because if your mind is right, you can do you can do make anything happen if your body's not caught up to it the way that you want it to be yet or the way that you need it to perform yet because you can set a goal, you can yeah. make a plan, you can be motivated. Yeah. But like if you don't have that there mentally, it doesn't nothing else matters. Yeah. 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 Never forget you can fly. <laughs> amazing melis thank you so much for coming on this has been so much fun yeah. you gave me goosebumps on goosebumps ah, <laughs> this is such a treat oh my gosh okay where can people follow you what like where what's coming up for ruya so this is will air june 7th okay so june 7th where can they follow you first follow us on instagram ruya underscore cincy so c-i-n-c-y mm-hmm. so um on facebook it's ruya coffee so Mm -hmm. r-u-y-a and then coffee um and then you can follow my personal instagram with all my kicks that she's been talking about oh yeah you do don't want to check this out (laughs) it's melis ido so m-e-l-i-s-a-y-d-o and then um we haven't set up a social media page yet for this dope running club yeah yeah. you can follow the uh the fun shirts at at get sprints yeah amazing Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Guys, don't forget what the fit party coming up July 6th. My God, did I just forget the date? It's July 6th. It's July 6th. (laughs) Four to seven. Three Points Brewery. I'll be there. Come hang out. Um, Get the Naz... We got got Turkish coffee beer at at Three Points. So... amazing amazing (laughs) but yeah guys follow us you know the drill by now me at christy grody at what the fit podcast rate review tell all your friends to listen and get ready for a whole month of what the fit thanks guys (laughs) 